welcome back to Side Peace Show. So I know I'm always telling funny stories about my kids farting in my face or peeing in the hallway and then using it as a freaking slip and slide. But let me tell you a very proud mom moment for me. So my four-year-old and three-year-old, almost three-year-old, go to the same school. The other day, my three-year-old, Vivi, her teachers sent a video to every parent in the class. And the email was like, one of the kids got hurt, bumped his knee. We just wanted to show you this bonus special video of how... The kids are making connections and the care that they have for each other and the kindness and the love. So we click on the video. It doesn't say specific names. We're just clicking on the video. And one of the teachers is holding a little ice pack on the boy. And a girl is rubbing the boy's head. And then all of a sudden, you see Vivi walk into shot. And sits down like next to the boy and starts rubbing his leg and rubbing his knee and asking, are you okay? And just keeps rubbing, you know, around the the hurt area of his leg. And the teacher says, okay, do you think you're ready to go play? And Vivi stands up and kind of does like this, come on, come on, you're good. Let's go play. And it was just the sweetest thing I've ever seen. No teacher, no one prompted Vivi and the other girl to do this. No one said, hey, your friend is hurt. Can you go help and be there for him? Vivi and this other girl, just out of the kindness of being good people and their good hearts, they saw someone that was hurt and sad and their first reaction was to go help. And it was just absolutely incredible. And I understand now why the teacher sent this to all the parents. Um, I'm just lucky that my girl was one of them. And I'm so proud. And it just, you know, shows us and teaches us just be good. Like do nice things, do good things, be good to each other. And I love that three-year-olds have to remind us of that. And again, just like, The best, most proud moment for me is just seeing your kid and what an awesome, amazing, loving person they are. So my serious story, which you rarely ever get, don't worry, tune back in next week. I'm sure I'll be talking about how my kids were farting in my face and laughing like it's the coolest thing on the planet. Now it is time for my side stealers of the week. Of course, my side stealer is Heather's sushi party. Okay, any dinner party that costs $36,000 absolutely deserves side stealer of the week. And yes, you heard correct. I said $36,000, kids. Okay, A. If you had a guess with $36,000, how many freaking spicy tuna rolls do you think that is? And two, that's like legit a new car. 
So Heather spent 36 grand for a sushi party and you could legit buy a brand new car and then park it in one of her 22 rooms. And the second special side stealer of the week from OC, Terry Dubrow, a.k.a. Heather's super filthy rich husband. So they're sitting there as Heather is recapping her OC dinner party from hell and tells her husband, Terry, all of the $36,000, how it all was wasted because the dinner party, again, was the dinner party from OC hell. Any husband would, A, probably jump off of a cliff when they said that their wife spent $36,000 on a small dinner party. And two, he just sits there and says, what a waste of good sushi and food. Um, My husband would probably be like, thanks for wasting our kids' college tuition. Like, our kids are not going to college now because you just bought $36,000 worth of alcohol and shrimp tempura rolls. But this is why Terry Dubrow is my special side stealer husband of the week. And those special side stealers all from OC wraps up my side stealers of the week. But what else is hot and happening in Bravo world? You guys, things are getting crazy. Let me say crazier with the Shaw Shocker case. So everyone around Jen from Stu to these other people that she worked very closely with are now all changing their plea from not guilty to guilty. This is no bueno for Jen Shaw. You know, and then we're watching the episode and she's sitting there in the kitchen talking with Coach Shaw over her Popeye's chicken. It was so sad. I mean, there goes her husband. And she will literally miss out on seeing her kids for how many years? Again, she's not proven guilty. This is all alleged. But let's just say this plays out and she is guilty. I mean, all of this scamming and then going on a TV show just to say you're a housewife. I mean, your husband, your family, your kids. It is all so sad. But on the flip side, can I tell you how much I love Heather freaking gay, like insane amounts. She always says the right thing at the right time. Meredith does too, but Heather gay, whether it's a funny situation or a serious, sad situation, Heather like always knows what to say. Speaking of not saying the right thing though, you guys, I just can't with Shannon Bedore. I think there is a lot of no good behind what she does and what she says. And honestly, it creeps me out. Her name should actually be Shannon Boudoir. <laughs> I just came up with that. Boo. Scary. Get it? Boudoir. Okay. <laughs> I'm so funny. I really make myself laugh. <laughs> and nobody else. And that wraps up the hotness happening in Bravo. Bravo. You guys, I love you. I love you. I love you. 
Thank you so much for always listening. Your amazing support. You guys, I tell you every I tell you every week. It's insane. I know it's like a broken record. But like your messages to my posts, the DMs, subscribing, the comments on each episode, how much you love it. You have no idea how excited I get and how much I appreciate it and love it. It literally makes my day. And you guys telling all your friends to rate and subscribe. So we can all celebrate the delicious and entertaining parts of Side Piece Show together makes me so happy. You can find me at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W. You guys, thank you so much for everything, for the love, the support. And guess what? I will see you with a funny story, probably about farts or burps, next Wednesday. My guest today She shines so bright, even her dog food sparkles. There are literally a million reasons why I love this one. She is the prettiest thing in pink. From Real Housewives of Dallas, it is the one, the only, Cameron Westcott. Hey, Cam. Yeah. Because of how excited I was to see you, I yeah. actually wrote you a poem. Oh my God. You're the best. This is amazing. Okay. Oh Are you ready? Yes. <clears throat> she gives a whole new meaning to pretty in pink. Just a pretty blonde? Well, you would think. Smart, sophisticated, keep it classy, Dallas, is what she will preach. Though she was chased with a dildo on a beach. Beautiful, witty, she will always sparkle and shine. Missing her makes us all drink even more wine. But now you can stop with the side piece boycott. Because here, now, from Real Housewives of Dallas, she is back. It's Cameron Westcott. Thank you so much. You're so sweet. Oh my goodness. That was the sweetest poem. Thank you. I was, I mean, I probably had like five or six more and I'm like, all right, Melissa, you psycho. I want a copy of that. I have to, I have to show my kids and read that to them. They love that. I will. I'm, you know, you know how it is being a mom. It's like, what are we doing today? A poem? Sure. Let's get ready. Right. And they wonder what we do all day. I'm like, we promise you, like we do so many things. You know what? They don't appreciate and they don't get it. And I know we didn't when we were kids until you become a mom, but it's just like, you little shits, you have no idea. No idea how good they have it. None, none. Especially now, like I didn't grow up, you know, I I don't know how you grew up, but it's like, you got to appreciate what you have, right? Yeah. No, you have to appreciate what you have. And they don't even realize what they have. Sometimes I have to constantly remind my kids. It's like, it's a battle over here. And they'll be like, other kids all have cell phones. And I'm like, you're not having a cell phone. What, how is it? Because listen, we all know that, you know, you in court, you guys, you know, have your money, you know, you have an amazing life. How do you, as a mom, also me being a mom trying to instill this in the kids. How do you keep them like in check? Yeah. I tell Cruz actually that he gets a little treat at the end of the week after he uh, makes enough points. So he has to have good behavior to get points at the end of the week. And 
he earns points by doing good things throughout the week, or if he's really good in class, his teacher will give points. And I have like a little program with his teacher and she gives him points and she gives him a certain number of points every day. And this is not even a thing they do. I just asked her to do it for me. And she's so sweet that she does this. And at the end of the week, if he has a certain number of points, he has to have 20 points. Then he can go ahead and get some Roblox money, which is his favorite video game on the iPad. These kids are obsessed with it, right? Yes. Obsessed, like crazy obsessed. And I also have to lock them down with time limits. And, you know, if they do really good on a test, I'll give them extra time and, or, you know, Hilton will get more time at the barn to go ride horses if she does really good on her test, you know, so I reward them when they have good behavior. So I have to, you know, I have to check myself too, though, because it's really hard to, you know, stick with the rules though. <laughs> Listen, okay. Does court, honestly, does court have to drop the hammer a lot? Oh my gosh. No, I'm the one that always like is the one that has to like put everyone in check. Like <laughs> he's the fun one and he like lets the rules bend. And I'm always like, court, you can't do that. Like they're not going to ever believe us if we say, you know, you're not getting your points unless you do this. If we give them to them early, they're never going to believe us. So I have to put my foot down with him. Wait, he- so you're the one. See, you know what? This is it, Cam. We moms are always the bad guys. Always. It drives me insane. And growing up, my mom never wanted to be the bad guy. So she always made my my dad be the bad guy. And I kind of like built like this little fear sometimes um, of my dad because I knew he was the one that would always punish me if I was in trouble. So, um, but you know, I I don't know. At the same time, I um, gained a lot of respect for him at the same time because he did that. You know what? That is like insane that you said that because normally it's like different. I feel like my mom was the same way. She had zero boundaries, zero discipline, right? Even when like she would say something a minute later, she'd be like, oh, I was just joking. Go ahead. Right. And I'm the same way. I'm like, I will not. I love my mom, but like I have to be the strong one because these guys that we're with, you know, you're a wuss. Come on. You're caving. Yeah. And I have to pull court outside of the room and, and be like, court, you have to go back in there and say, that was unacceptable. They literally just like whacked you with like, you know, they have these like little sword things they play with. I'm like, you cannot let them do that. And he'll be like, oh, it's fine. It didn't hurt that bad. I go, no, because they're going to go do it to a kid. <laughs> it so didn't I hurt say, that bad. <laughs> I'm like, you go back in and you, and I have to do it like in private. So they don't see mom again, being the bad guy. You know what? It's great. Like you're saying this and you're the one that is like the rules that this, like yeah. keeping things together. Yeah. So when they come and they ask you to do a freaking reality show and you, how you are, how you are, what in the actual, how were you thinking? Uh, what was I thinking? I, I'm insane. I'm insane. What was I thinking? I mean, my husband always says I signed a contract with the devil. I mean, he literally was like, do not do the show. You're insane. And I just was like, but court, we live once. It might be good. It might be fun. If I don't do it, I might regret it. And I just, you know, I wanted to live life and experience it. And I thought it'd be really fun. I love TV. I wanted to see how it all works. 
And I also was in the process of launching my dog food brand. So I figured, hey, this could be a great platform. I'll be able to, you know, spread awareness to all the charities I want to be, you know, a, a part of in Dallas. And and I, I I just thought it was the best plan ever. And, you know, had it ups and downs for sure. Right. Um, but I wouldn't regret uh, making the decision. Was Court ever like, what are we doing? Oh, Court was like, what the heck? And then eventually after the first season, he was totally on board supportive. He was like, okay, I, I trust you on camera. I trust that you, you know, um, are going to stay true to yourself and, you know, hold, hold your values exactly how you believe they should be and present yourself how you want to be presented. A lot of people can change in front of a camera and they can act different ways. And all of a sudden they're like a different person for the camera. And then they're one way off camera. And court knew that I was going to be the same person on camera as I am in real life. So I love that he supported me after that, but it took until season two for him to be really comfortable. And, and I think my whole family really got comfortable season two. And then I think after this year, my family's like, hell no, walk away now. You're never doing it again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My family's like, no. Oh, you know what? So his family, your family, I mean, there's a lot going on. Were they like, you know, we do these charities, right? We're socialites. What are we doing? Because Housewives, you know, Dallas had already been around. So you, everyone got to see a taste of it. Yeah. Was your family or his family upset about you doing it? Oh my gosh. His family actually uh, tried to pay me off to not do the show. They're like, what's the number? We'll make sure you don't do the show. And I'm like, it's not about that. It's about the experience. I have plenty in my life. I don't need money. And it just was about the experience. And, you know, once I ended up signing though, they said, we have your back to the end. And I'm just like, so thankful for that. But there was a lot of crying for about a month you know, before I signed that contract, whether or not I should do it. And if my husband said, do not do it, I would not do it. But he said, this is your choice. This is your life. And if you think this is what you need, I will fully support you. He says, I don't think you should, um, but I want you to make the decision for yourself. But if he like sat me down and was like, do not do it, I would have never done it. I would have totally respected him and never done it. Um, But my family, you know, they were, um, not on board either. They did not want me to do it. Um, my family is very protective and they're just, were worried about me getting, you know, bullied by people online. People say mean things, people hurt my feelings, you know, they're just very protective. And I was like, no, I'm strong. I can do this. And then once I signed, my whole family said, okay, we have your back. So they, you know, were very hesitant though, to get on camera. Right. It took a long time for people to agree. It took like maybe a whole season. Okay. So you come on season yeah. two. Yeah. How did you get hooked up? Um, so Carrie Duber actually put my name in, which was so beyond sweet of her. I knew Carrie Duber from junior league and we had, you know, done a few junior junior league luncheons together. We were on the committee together and we had just also met each other through mutual friends and she threw my name in the pile and they started calling and, you know, connecting on social media with me. And then they start stalking you. They like legitly stalk you. Like the casting directors have, they, they, they pay like, um, you know, 
people that go search for talent, uh, whatever their name is, uh, casting directors. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Casting they people. Call, yeah, yeah. And they call you and they call you and they call you and they call you. And then it's like you answer. And then they start like brainwashing you. They start har- like harassing you. Like they're like, oh my God, you're, you're going to be amazing on the show. And then it, like they, they literally hype you up where you're just like, well, maybe I should do the show. Well, maybe it would be a good idea. And they they start like brainwashing you thinking it's a fabulous idea. And then I go to my husband. I'm like, hey, babe, what do you think of this? And he's like, that's a horrible idea. And I'm like, well, well, you know, the casting director just said, no, 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 no. And said, I'd be really great. And, you know, and then I start believing them. And then, and then you start building a friendship with the casting director because they call you all the time. And then you're like, I, I kind of think she's right. You know, and it, it just ends up being crazy. It, it screws with your mind. Yeah. It messes they get you mind. in. They reel yeah. it in. And then they say, oh, there's only three girls left. And you're like, oh my gosh, well, I want to win. <laughs> I want, I want the part, you know? And then you start kind of like, it's like kind of like a competition to win. And then it's like, okay, now you're on. And it's like, what I just get myself into? Do I want to be on? I don't know. So you were like, okay, I'm going to do this. Carrie, had you known anyone else? Cause there was what Leanne, Deandra, Stephanie. I did not know Leanne. I was petrified of Leanne and Leanne and I have had this conversation many times and we laugh about it so much. Now I have a really good friend. Uh, Leanne and I have a really good mutual friend and I call my mutual friend and I'm like, uh, I'm interested in doing the show, but I'm so afraid of Leanne. She sounds so scary. And, um, and my friend starts laughing. She's like, she is amazing. She goes, she comes off. She's a big bark, but she said inside, she's a little sweetie pie. You just got to get to know her. I'm like, okay. So I tried getting to know her and I, I, I called the producer too. I was like, I don't know if I could do the show with Leanne. I'm like petrified to be around her. And then he was like, nope, you just got to get to know her. And, and once I got to know her, I was like, God, I love her. She's amazing. That's so awesome. I and judged her and I should have got to know her first. Did you, you know, it's crazy. Did you ever think that you have these, I mean, pretty strong thoughts about Leanne going into it yeah. and then you meet some of the other girls like Brandy and then that's who you're fighting with. Yeah. It's so funny. I never saw that coming. And actually Carrie Duber introduced me also to Stephanie going into season two as well. And I thought Steph and I were going to be like BFF right off. I just felt like we had kids of the same age and we were kind of the same stage in our life and yada, yada, yada. And, um, it, it, it just turned out that I found myself gravitating towards my friendship with Leanne more. It was right. so weird. I don't know how it worked. It just happens. And I never had met Brandy before. Um, all I knew going into it that she, you know, was a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader and um, who else? Um, and Deandra, actually, yeah. I was um, friends with Deandra before. So I had a relationship with her. We weren't really close, but I knew her through the charity world, um, just through friends. So I called her up when I started applying and I said, are you interested in doing this? You know, if you do it, we should really talk because I'm actually quite interested too. And then we ended up going in and being like, okay, we're going to do this together. And and we ended up even having a pinky swear under the table before we started saying, we're going to always, always have each other's backs. We'll always protect each other. You know, let's bring some class to the show, yada, yada, yada. And uh, yeah, that pinky swore broke. Like, I think like after the third scene. 
Oh my God. Wait a minute. I didn't know that you brought Deandra on. Well, I didn't bring her on. We just both talked and we both agreed to go on together. And because Leanne said that like she, because at the time, which Leanne thought she and Deandra were so close. Yeah. And, and I also told the producer, I'm not going on that show, not knowing more than one person at the time. I only knew Carrie. I was like, I didn't even know more people. And that's also why I think they picked Deandra because we both knew each other. So I then had two friends in the group. But then you knew, did you know that Deandra was what we thought close with Leanne at the time? Yes. I knew she was besties with Leanne. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so at first I was kind of like, we were kind of like a trio because I kind of was like, you know, hang with Deandra and the Deandra was always with her best friend, Leanne. And I was always the third wheel and that was fine. Um, I always loved Carrie, but she kind of always gravitated toward Brady and Stephanie. Right. And it kind of like put me in this weird limbo position always in the cast. Cause I'm like, but I'm friends with Carrie. I want to be friends with Brandon and Stephanie, but they, you know, gave me some problems when I first met them. And then it's like, Leanne took me right on in. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll hang out with Deandra and Leanne. Wait a minute. So you were like always from the get-go, I feel like in the middle. Always. I was always a hybrid in the middle. Like I, I never knew where I was going. Like it, I, I, and I never really had a bestie. I mean, Leanne and I definitely bonded a lot when Deandra kind of turned on her and I season two, no season, it was three. season three, my second season. And Deanne, Leanne and I kind of bonded. We're like, why is she so mad at us? Like what is going on? And we kind of bonded over that because we couldn't figure out why she was so mad at everyone and us. And so we just kind of were like holding on to each other for dear life. Cause we're like, we don't know what's making her so mad. Do you so this day know why Deanne are so angry with you? Um, to this day, you know, uh, Deandra and I have moved on. We actually talked at the book signing party. Uh, you know, Dave Quinn wrote a book about right. the housewives, right. not diamonds and rosé. And it's an amazing book. I love it. And we actually went to the book launch and we ran into each other and we actually worked a lot of things out. You know, our conversations are not over. Um, but we definitely, are in a good playing field. And we went to dinner after that and we're laughing with a big group. So we're in a good place. I, I definitely have more to talk about with her, you know, in her friendship, but you know, we can laugh together and be in a room. So that's huge. Is it again, once again, middleman? Yeah. Obviously it's still, I just had Leanne on a week ago. Yeah. Obviously, oh, so fun. I, I mean, talk about like, She's a lot of personality. That's why I love her. She's there's never a dull moment, and you hear her miles away. Oh, what I was like, wow, I'm super boring and dull compared to this one. You know when she pulls up on your curb because you can hear her. <laughs> yeah. So you're. Does she know you're kind of cool again with Deandra? Yes, she knows. I feel Leanne in with everything. I think that's why a relationship is so good because she can handle the heat. And when I am upset, I tell her straight up and we work it out. 
you know, like I don't hide things from her. We have a very honest relationship. And I told her, you know, Deandra, you know, apologized to me in New York for some things that she'd done. You know, we work things out and, and Leanne listened, you know, she actually didn't say anything negative about it. She just listened. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Cause it can't be easy. Right. I mean, well, it's hard. Cause I, my dream is to get them back together and I know it will never work. Cause there's so much pain that has been that's happened to both of them, but it would just be so amazing to bring them together. Yeah. She was, I asked her, I mean, listen, we all know how much Leanne went through doing the show. Yeah. I said, what was the most painful, like the hardest thing? Cause you had fights with Brandy care, like name it. And she's like a thousand percent Deandra. Mm-hmm. Like it yeah. was, it was sad, but like you're again, you're even like the dinner in Thailand. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, and, you know, I, I know she's still hurt by a lot of things, um, that happened between them. So, you know, maybe one day, but I, I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, that's your girl. So to see everything go down, like it did with the Leanne. It's awful. It was awful. I sat at reunion when everyone was uh, beating up on her. And I, I literally was like, she is human. She's breathing. Like, why can't people stop beating on her? And it just was like, it never ended everywhere we go. It always ended up back to Leanne. And it was exhausting being her friend and seeing her always get beat up. And it's like, she was an easy target though, because she reacts so well. Right. And I think it was easy for other women to get on her because she'd always create an explosive reaction. And I think, you know, people like would feed off of it and it would be like thrilling. Oh my God, she just did this. And we would just be like, Oh my God. Like it was just, it was like a movie and yeah, but it was horrible. Like after reunion, um, her last season, I literally went home and said, I'm quitting. I'm never doing the show again. I will never be around anybody. I was so, you know, her and like disgusted with how she got beat up so bad and she's a good person we all make mistakes and that's the thing inside she's a person and she has feelings too and it it just broke my heart so then why did you finally be like okay you know what that was rough my basically my best friend from the show is off what made you want to come back then and do season five It was really hard. Let me tell you, it was hard. I did build a relationship with Carrie the very end of that season. And that later carried me over into the show because my relationship with Carrie was strong. And I I did find myself sometimes, you know, being sticky situations between Carrie and Leanne all the time because they were like, you know, you know, oil and vinegar is like, it just didn't work. And I think my relationship with Carrie made me feel confident enough that I could do the show without Leanne. I was really hurt and I definitely didn't want to move forward without Leanne uh, because she was, you know, such an ally to me at the same time, she really needed a break. So I was, I respected that she needed to have a break. Yeah, for sure. I mean, she was like, I feel like now I'm kind of just like, you know, like decompress from it and, and, and getting somewhat normal back to my life. And it's trauma. Like when you are in a reunion and you're in scenes, like it's like 
when things kind of go crazy and, and shake, you're attacked on social media, you're attacked online, you're attacked, you're attacked everywhere. If you make any wrong mistake and it's like traumatic, like I still have flashbacks from reunions, all the reunions in the middle of the night. Sometimes like it's, you know, post-traumatic stress. Like it's crazy. Talk about Leanne getting crushed at the reunion. And then my God, I could imagine you though. I mean, how tough was this last one? It was really tough. It was really tough. I left this last reunion. Um, I, I left like a runaway bride crying. I didn't even get cast. I didn't even get photos. Actually, I got one photo as a group and then they're doing individual cast photos. I was so upset. I was in tears, mascara running everywhere. I was like, I, I just was so upset that um, I couldn't reconcile um, with Tiffany and I, I I just didn't know what to do. And I never had someone not want to apologize or move forward with me after I apologized so many times that I just was heartbroken. And I, I was a mess. I was crying. I was calling my PR team crying. I was calling my husband. I was calling everyone. I was like, this is the worst thing ever. Like, oh my God, why did I do this show? I'm such an idiot. Like it was awful. It was awful. It was awful. I was calling the producer. Like, uh, oh my God. It was in the heart too is that I didn't have Carrie and Brandy there and they have very strong opinions and I needed to have their opinions. I needed to have, you know, their views too, because, you know, Stephanie, I had her, Stephanie, I had her view at the same time though. Sometimes she doesn't always have the strongest view in certain situations. So I needed to have those strong views to really support some of the things I was saying and Carrie um, and Steph, I mean, Carrie and Brandy, they didn't even have audio half the time. They couldn't hear half the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Andy, they can't hear. I kept getting text messages. We can't hear. We can't hear. Tell somebody. I kept telling them. And every time they heard, it was delayed by a few seconds. So by the time they tried to jump in, we were on to the next conversation. And it was just too fast. And they couldn't. It was a nightmare. It was a total nightmare. So I felt like I was in the hot seat for literally nine hours by myself cooking, like just being attacked by, you know, Deandra and Tiffany. And it was like a reunion by myself. I mean, over a start, do you sit there and like this started from a freaking chicken foot? Yeah. It all started from a chicken foot and it later turned into um, me not eating the chicken foot later, I'm offending your culture. I'm offending your country. And that was just heartbreaking. I would never in a million years want to do that. So it, it just ripped my gut up. I mean, never in a million years would I ever want to do that or hurt somebody. So it was really hard. It was really hard. And even after I apologized, you know, uh, it was never accepted. I feel like it's not ending on her part. And yeah. she's like, if Cam would have apologized, we would be coming back. Yeah. And the question is, how many times can I apologize? I mean, I apologized numerous times. I apologized. We had a production meeting in February before the reunion, which was in May. I apologized. We got an even ground. We were texting each other about Chinese New Year. I was so excited. And we were planning to go to coffee and lunch together. She canceled on me twice going to coffee last minute, you know, I gave an excuse two times and it, and it broke my heart. Cause I wanted to have that, you know, 
conversation together, like ladies and move forward. I then apologized again at reunion. I was in tears, tried to hug her. She barely wanted to hug me left just feeling icky. You know, you just like, there's only so much you can do to apologize. And it, it just sucks. You get to a point where you have to realize like, and I've even gone to therapy over this. And I, you know, my therapist told me like, it's like a bad marriage when one other person doesn't want to move forward, you have to just let go. Right. And that's what I had to do. I had to let go. There's only so many times you can keep apologizing, but it takes two to have a relationship. So do you think it's ever going to stop though? Like, you know, with the, uh, I hope so. <laughs> you guys aren't even coming. What did you think when you guys found out that you weren't coming back for season six, were you shocked? Um, I was shocked a hundred percent. Yes. I was relieved that I did not have to go into a season that was going to be very toxic to start with. I, um, you know, was hoping that things were going to get resolved at reunion. And I, you know, I sent the person cookies, I sent Tiffany cookies, you know, and it, nothing ever got resolved. So going into it, I was like very afraid because I'm like, she's out for blood. She's out to like, kill me. Like I'm like petrified. And I, I just thought like, there's no way she's going to be my friend. And so I just knew there's going to be a lot of drama. So I was relieved. I didn't have to deal with that decision, whether I wanted to go back or not. I was sad at the same time because I've had many fun years on being on Housewives. It wasn't all bad. So it, it, it was kind of like, um, it was, it was tough. It was tough. Why do you, but again, it's not canceled. I mean, yeah. they never said the word canceled. They say, you know, it's going to be on hiatus on hold. So maybe we'll come back in another format, like on Peacock or something. Would you come back? I would have to take, um, it, there'd be a lot of factors. It, 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 you know, it depends who they would um, add into the group. It, it really depends on the group dynamic. And, but, you know, I'm a girl's girl. I love making new friends. I, I love hanging out with old friends. I love um, working issues out. I love moving on. I love to forgive and forget. So I would be willing probably, but my husband probably not. <laughs> Oh yeah. Cause he's tied into it now. And like that whole, you know, it's different. It's different when it's you. I feel like I, across the board, it's like, yeah. everyone says when it's us fine, but then you throw in the family, the yeah. husband, and then like all bets are off. And, you know, and I think a lot of people forget that we are human and, you know, there's a lot of, you know, online chaos of people bullying each other on the cast. And I, I don't want to be part of that. And my husband, of course, never wants to be part of the show. He never wants to be involved. And he saw me get beat up over and over and over again and just being slandered on Twitter. And it just got so insane that he's like, I got to step in and do something. And of course, he reacted in a very poorly manner. And, you know, then my brother-in-law reacted and it, it, they were so sick of me crying and you know, they, they're just like, we got to protect Cam. But at the same time, they reacted in a very poorly manner. <laughs> we all make mistakes. And, you know, I don't agree with the things they said to Tiffany, but we all make mistakes. Which do you think is worse, Deandra and Leanne or you and Tiffany? Ooh, well, Deandra and Leanne's issue was about Deandra saying Leanne's husband was cheating 
But then again, I think, I think my issue is worse because it ruins people's lives forever. I think you could probably recover eventually if you say your husband's cheating, you could recover. So I would probably have wanted to take that one for sure. Um, than being called a racist hundred percent. I mean, it's like, so would you maybe, would you come back if she was going to be on? Um, I actually probably would because I'd be in hopes that she could reconcile and move forward and put it behind us. But then again, I, I don't know if that would ever happen because I've apologized many, many times. So, you know, um, it'd be a tough call. It's but, like, yeah, you guys, but I, I mean, I probably would and just help because that's the thing. I'm so naive. I think everyone is going to move forward and accept each other's apologies. Cause that's what I've done in the past. Like that's what makes great, a great housewife. You forgive, forget, we make mistakes, we move on. And, and then we all laugh again. We all have fun and we all act crazy. And, but you have to be willing to move forward. So where, I mean, that's, I mean, look at you have had, you had beef with Brandy, you had beef with Stephanie, like you guys all are cool now. Right. Or how, where are you? Yeah. I think the difference between Stephanie and Brandy, is like when we all had our drama, it was very peachy. We weren't attacking people's families. We weren't attacking. We weren't like doing things that would ruin people's lives. Okay. You know, this whole situation, you know, it, it, it could tarnish people's lives forever when you you know, this specific term she was using. So it's, it's really hard and it's really hard to trust after that. And with Brandy and Stephanie, it was a very PG funny thing. I mean, you know, yeah, at the time I was like so dramatic and you can, you know, ask my PR team how I was so upset when Stephanie called me, um, you know, a bully, you know, but like, right. I would be called bully any day. Call me bully any day. This they compared to now. Compared right. to now. I'm like, totally. What was like the best thing of doing the show all together? Yeah. Um, I would definitely say the best thing would be, you know, um, building relationships, uh, with the other girls were so much fun putting myself out of my comfort zone. You know, everything's always so comfortable. Um, and, 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 and you're just kind of like thrown into this crazy world and you're just kind of like trying to survive. But I think it's like made me a stronger person and I've definitely learned how to handle, you know, certain things um, that I would never know how to handle before. Do you think, you know, it's crazy that you said that I didn't know until, cause even like Leanne didn't mention it, right? Leanne, when you were like, I was so scared of Leanne and doing this yeah. show. Would you have ever thought of, you know, now a, a friend of yours is, I, I don't want to say someone like Leanne, but like, you know, I think that's cool too, that the show brought someone like that, that you would be like, oh my God, like we would not be right. cool. Yes. Yes. That's the thing. It, it took me out of my comfort zone. It forced me to make friends. It forced me to, you know, try new things. And I did a lot of, you know, new things and, um, what I normally would never do. So I think that's like really nice and exciting and it forced me to live life and to question my friend's motives. Okay. Before I was like living in La La Land, I'm like, everything's that fabulous. Isn't it? And then when you're in housewives, you're like starting to analyze everything. She did this because of this. <laughs> and you know, that's kind of the negative part of it because then you kind of start focusing on everything and it kind of just like gets to be right. too much. 
but it definitely made me a stronger person and it made me um, definitely be more confident and figure out who I am as well. A court's probably like, gosh, that freaking show. Now I'll say something. And she's like, wait a minute, but why did you say that? And what do you mean by that? And he's like, I just said that your sweater is pretty. (laughs) Like, why are you saying that? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, poor guy. Listen, we, I mean, I think all of our husbands, I feel like we definitely don't give them nearly as much sex as they probably deserve. I know I don't by any means with this crazy, but, but like, you're still close with Carrie. Yeah. I'm so close with everyone pretty much. I yeah. mean, I mean, uh, Deandra and I just saw each other in New York and we um, had some good um, talks and I think, you know, I think I'm pretty much close to everyone. I, I'm, I'm not actually speaking to Tiffany. That's probably the only person right. I'm not speaking to, um, but I'm speaking to, you know, Carrie from another season, you know, other seasons. She's one of the OGs. Jen, who's also a friend of Brandy, Stephanie, Carrie, Brittingham. Leanne. And you're friends with Bronwyn, right? Yeah, I met Bronwyn actually um, a couple years ago when she was a newbie on the show. And it was really fun. I met her through Carrie Brittany. They connected somehow. And we all met in LA. It was so much fun. And she's a sweetheart. She's really, really a nice person. She's so sweet. And you know, it's funny. So I had Bronwyn on. Uh-huh. And then I had Carrie and Carrie's setting up, and all of a sudden, Bronwyn pops in, and she's like, I'm oh, staying with Carrie. And I was no, like, what? what? I love it. That's yeah. a surprise. It was so cool. And then there was, like, one. I was like, okay, this is it. Because there was a picture. They were going out, and you were in it. And I'm like, this is the missing Oh, yeah. Piece. Yeah. Bronwyn came to town. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Cam is the missing piece. I love it. I love it. Tell me about Sparkle Dog, and then I will let you go because I've taken up like entirely like your whole day. Oh, you're so sweet. It's been so fun though. So I am actually revamping Sparkle Dog. You can find all my products on Amazon. I'm not doing the food anymore, but I have Sparkle Dog treats. I Sparkle Dog multivitamins. They're chewy and they're soft pinchetta flavor. Dogs love them. Insane. And they're really uh, great for little dogs because they're soft. A lot of multivitamins are hard tablet. So these ones are really soft and they're heart-shaped. And I have Sparkle Dog uh, Bully Sticks for them to chew for hours. They love those. I can't get enough of those. I mean. That's insane. That's yeah. Awesome. They fight over those in our house. I have Sparkle Dog Smile Sticks, which actually helps with the dental. Um, it helps with their teeth. It keeps them sparkly and shiny. I have Sparkle Dog Dog Mints. Um, I have Sparkle Dog Mouthwash. And that's really great. You just put a little bit in their water and it helps with their, um, their keep their teeth sparkling clean. I Sparkle Dog uh, Vacation in a Bottle Shampoo, which is oatmeal. And it smells like pina colada. It's like the vacation scent, but it's really good for sensitive skin. And, um, and then I have all the little biscuits, all those little sparkle dog biscuits and those are amazing. And yeah, and they're all, everything is human grade. So technically we could eat it too if we wanted. I don't suggest it, but you know, it's all human. That is, you know, it's so awesome. I mean, of course you having this whole product line, but the fact of you, because 
I feel like sometimes I can relate. Like the husband, like we're bringing home the bacon. We're yeah. the ones working, even though, please, you know how it is to be a mom and raise a kid. Yeah. But like you are like, I have this. I did this. I mean, you brought it on the show. And we're like, even Court was like, pink, dog food, what? Uh, yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah. So I was definitely able to prove my husband wrong. And yeah, it's awesome. And we're on Amazon Prime, so we can get to your house in two days, which is so great. You don't have to go to the store. You're um, a badass. Yeah, it's fun. I also have a can, like I'm selling candles right now during the holidays. I've done a collaboration with Loom Lux Candles. So you can also find my candles on Loom Lux Candles. So that's really exciting. That's oh my gosh, Cam. Yeah. Did you ever think when you brought this idea out years ago that you would have you just rat like, like this, you just said seven different things that you guys have. Yeah. No, never in a million years. So, you know, the show has like also given me a lot of independence too in my marriage, which is so nice because before I'm always like relying on my husband for this and that. And now I'm like, goodness, I have my own business. I can do what I want. And there's a lot of freedom to that. And I love that. Totally. I love that. Like that it, out of all this, of course I love Bravo, but that excites me as someone who's own like I have my own business too and it's like yeah. you work so hard right it's like you have the kids you're yeah. a wife but you know to put everything into your business and all yeah. you want is like it's yours and you're crushing it and like yeah. I can do my own thing separate from our husband right like yeah. that so that I I you know I just admire and I appreciate that with you so much because as a mom and like, again, like an entrepreneur and business owner, like I super appreciate that you started with a, an idea that everybody basically thought was crazy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And now you have a whole line of things on Amazon. No, and it's all organic. So that's exciting too. Cam, that's, that is incredible. Like Thank you incredible. I just like, I, I just think you're so awesome. This is why I stalk Lauren. This is why I send you an absurd amount of DMs because like, I just think you're a rock star and that's so sweet. I've, I've just been so excited. I was so excited to write like a dork poem. Oh um, my God. I love it so much. I can't wait to read it to my husband. He'll love I, it. Okay. So tell everybody, uh, I know you said Amazon, but tell everybody where they can find you and where they can find all your amazing stuff. Yes. So you can actually find everything on my link tree in my bio. There's links for everything on there. And you can also go to my page on Sparkle Dog Food on Instagram. And you can also do Cameron Westcott, which is my main Instagram. And then let's see. Um, yeah. And I'm really just using Instagram right now. I mean, I have Facebook and Twitter, but I don't really use them. So definitely go to Instagram, Cameron Westcott, and you will see the links for everything. You guys, thank you so much for everything. This just was the best. I so appreciate it. Oh, thank you. It was so fun talking. Thank you so much for listening to Side Piece. Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W at Side Piece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.